Hey there, folks. What's going on there, fellas? Uh, happy Sunday to y'all, or whenever day of the week y'all are listening to this episode. Hopefully y'all are uh, doing well. Uh, in this episode, as you can already see, already see uh, from the title, it's about Bill Belichick signing, as well as the 49ers picking number three overall. Uh, when I was about to when I was about to do this episode and I was like researching through, I forgot that during the 2020 season, I think there was like some interview and uh, Cam Newton was calling Bill Belichick uh, "Dollar Dollar Bill" as his nickname, and that could not have been more relevant uh, throughout the past few weeks uh, during free agency of Bill Belichick's uh, free agent signings, having guys sign. Four-year contracts, three-year contracts. One's a four-year, $50 million deal, I believe, went to John New Smith at tight end coming from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Matt Judon signing a contract that I think is also worth $50 million and so forth. But I'll get into those contracts and into those signings and in those free agent free agent uh, acquisitions later in this episode. But I want to talk about the 49ers, 49ers drafting number three overall. So they did a trade. They swapped picks with the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins acquired the 12th pick, and then Miami traded that 12th pick uh, to get Philadelphia's number six overall pick. Now, why the Eagles dropped out of the top 10, I have no idea. Maybe they believe in Jalen Hurts. I have no clue. That organization, that team overall has become a mess. And uh, I wouldn't want to watch that team play at all. They've arguably have become one of the worst rosters in the NFL, considering that back in 2017 to the 2018 year, they won a Super Bowl, beat New England. And at that point, they were one of the top rosters in the NFL. So how, how quickly things have changed within four years since that time. Now, going back to Miami... They're still in the top 10 draft pick. They could get a quarterback. I'm not sure that they would, uh, considering that they, I believe, still, I think they still believe in Tua. Um, but, man, I, they could pull an Arizona Cardinal right here, draft a different quarterback, and trade Tua elsewhere. But in, if they were to do that, uh, much like Arizona, where one year they had Josh Rosen, and then the next year they drafted Kyler Murray instead, which seems to be a good pick. Uh, you know, Kyrie Murray has been with the team for nearly three years now, and Josh Rosen is, I think he signed with the Niners, uh, I recall. But how many, how, how things have, have turned uh, for the worst for Rosen, and how things have turned the best for Murray in, in, the, in the Cardinals organization. But again, if Miami were to do that, I'm not sure who would take Tua. Maybe New England, but Belichick isn't known for trading picks for players very often. Although he did trade a pick uh, to the Raiders for offensive tackle Trent Brown. So I'm not sure. I feel like Miami still needs weapons at the perimeter, not just Devontae Parker, not just... Gasicki at the tight end position. 
They could get better defensively by another pass rusher, improve their pass rushers, uh, or improve their chances of sacking the quarterback, and so forth. Which now switches to four ers drafting number three overall. Now, the four ers in the are in a good position. And not only with where they're drafting right now, number three overall, but also that they're getting a lot of their players back from injury. A lot of the players that do have come back from injury are still on contracts that are not going to bind the team, such as Nick Bosa, who's still on a rookie deal going into year three on a five-year contract. Expect him to extend Nick Bosa's deal when he's late into his year four contract or in year four season or right when he gets to year five. Although most contract extensions happen around the player's four-year within their five-year contract. Year four within year five. Now, they lost Richard Sherman, but he's getting old. He's getting brittle. They don't need Richard Sherman. They still have a good defensive line overall. Good linebacking core. Offensively, they signed... Trent Williams to a long-term deal. He's one now one of the highest-paid left tackles in the league. Their offensive line is still good, barring any injury. George Kittle's coming back for hopefully a healthy season. They still have Brandon Ayuk coming off of that rookie year, where he's by far one of the most talented weapons. They still have Raheem Mostert coming off of injury. And, of course, Kyle Shanahan is being the offensive play caller and head coach for the team. So where where is that lead and lead? Now most people are gonna say quarterback position because Jimmy Garoppolo has been unhealthy. He's only had one full year with the 49ers back in 2019, which helped led the team to the Super Bowl, ultimately losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. Which all right, that's fair and that's a fair assumption, and that's where I'm going to assume there. Um I wouldn't see them why they would need to pick Najee Harris as the running back there. Um, but I could also see him picking Devontae Smith or Chase from LSU, you know, a receiver in the draft class to add another perimeter target and to add alongside with Brandon Ayuk and Devo Samuel. Or maybe they could draft another tight end. Um a kid from Florida, Florida Gators. They could draft him there and be a weapon along with George Kittle, but they already have Jordan Reed coming back from injury too. So I could see why their priority would be the quarterback position because Kyle Shanahan has had a losing record without Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's only had one winning season with the 49ers, and that was 2019. So if they're going to the quarterback position, you take Trevor Lawrence off the board. I don't see him falling at number three. He's either going to be taken by Jacksonville Jaguars or the New York Jets. I assume he's going to be taken by the Jaguars. So where's that lead? There's Zach Wilson. There's Mac Jones. There's Justin Fields, Kellen Mond, and Trey Lance. Five guys left. I see the Jets either taking Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, or Trey Lance. 
Trey Lance would be more of a project. He's coming from a small school, much like Carson Wentz. Although Carson Wentz being drafted number two overall by the Eagles back in 2016 was because he was one of the bigger quarterbacks, most athletic quarterbacks. He had all the measurables, good arm, and again, as I already said, good mobility. And he was like 6'5". Although Jared Goff at the time was drafted by the Rams at number one overall because he played at a much more competitive school, if you will. Going from Cal compared to playing at North Dakota State University at D2. So take your pick there. In hindsight, I still take golf over over wins. So looking at number two, the Jets, me, pick Zach Wilson or Justin Fields based on mobility, based on arm strength. Uh, even though Zach Wilson's coming from a smaller school, coming from a different system, which is more of an air raid scheme, as compared to Justin Fields, more of a run-heavy, spread-look attack from Ohio State, but I think they would take Zach Wilson. question comes to mind is, what's left over for number three? Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Kellen Munn from A&M. And I think looking at those, I think honestly they may take either Trey Lance or Mac Jones. reason why I wouldn't say Justin Fields is because he doesn't have the best vision. He still struggles pre-snap and post-snap, but he still has a good arm and good mobility. So why Trey Lance, even though he'd be a project, well, he's played in an in a offensive system at North Dakota State University where they utilized a lot of 12 and 21 personnels. So 12 meaning one back, two tight end, 21 being two back, one tight end. So the standard I formation and the standard ace formations in Madden, if you will. And he's a great athlete. And... Shanahan could utilize many zone read run concepts like he did with the Washington football team back in 2012, RG3, when he was the offensive coordinator coaching under his dad. Uh, Mike Shanahan, who was the head coach at that time. So they could do Trey Lance or Mac Jones. Only problem with Mac Jones is that he's very similar to Tua, coming from a bigger school, coming from Alabama, with a bunch of perimeter guys, or a lot of weapons, really. He had Steve Sarkeesian as his offense coordinator, who's now the head coach for Texas, and he's less mobile than Tua, although a bigger arm strength compared to Tua. So that's my only issue with Mac Jones. I did an episode over Mac Jones. Go ahead and check that out if you want, where I do feel like he's a far better quarterback where I feel like he should be a number two prospect. But based on Shanahan's scheme, based on what he requires from the quarterback, which is a lot of mobility, a lot of roll out of the pocket in that zone run scheme, I see him taking Trey Lance. But I wouldn't be surprised if they took Mac Jones instead. The only problem, again, is that Mac Jones has been a one-year starter. 
Trey Lance has played for and started for North Dakota State University for multiple seasons. So I can see where the 49ers will take number three overall, which I see them taking quarterback. It's either Trey Lance or Mac Jones. So that's who I see them taking. Because if they don't take a quarterback at that number three pick or they whiffed on that number three, I see Shanahan getting fired from the 49ers because I don't think Jed York, the owner of the 49ers, is willing to keep Kyle Shanahan for another year for another losing season. If Bill O'Brien can win in the AFC South with different quarterbacks throughout multiple years, even of course he got fired, I know, but he won the AFC South without Deshaun Watson for multiple years with Brian Hoyer, Ryan Mallett, and Brock Osweiler, which Brian Hoyer is the only one that plays to this day for New England. So I'm pretty sure Kyle Shanahan does not want to get fired. Pretty sure he's trying to make sure he can win that division because Seahawks, they still have Russell Wilson. Cardinals, even though I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a great coach, still have Kyler Murray and then Sean McVay going to Matt Stafford. So even though Matt Stafford has barely have any winning seasons, and even though Jared Goff has been in the Super Bowl compared to Matt Stafford, Jared Goff has more playoff wins than Matt Stafford. And because looking at the 49ers situation, Jimmy G cannot stay healthy. So let's hope for Kyle Shanahan's sake that he doesn't whiff on the pick. Same thing with John Lynch, the general, general manager for the 49ers. Is not whiffing on that pick because if they do, they could easily be a team that is number three or number four in the NFC West and is out of the Super Bowl picture considering that they just been to the Super Bowl in that 2019 year with essentially the same fucking roster. So, I again, overall, either seeing them uh, looking at their number three overall pick, I see him taking Mac Jones or Trey Lance. So, moving on to the Patriots, a team that has been to multiple Super Bowls throughout 20 years with Tom Brady. One year removed from Tom Brady, they go 7-9. and nine. So, with the number 15th overall pick in the first round. And I don't see him taking a quarterback because essentially all the quarterbacks are going to be taken within the first 14 picks. So, where does that lie? What are they going to do? They could draft a receiver. They could draft a tight end. Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida Gators. That's who I was trying to name. They could turn into a wide receiver, and so forth. Maybe they draft another offensive lineman or another defensive player. But I'm not so much concerned with their number one or their number 15th pick in the first round, but rather I'm more about, I'm more focusing on the free agent signings that Bill Belichick has, has done throughout the free agency. So again, just these are who I think are like the key free agents that Bill Belichick has signed. John o. Smith, a tight end from the Titans. Hunter Henry, a tight end from the Chargers. Good tight end, but can hardly stay healthy. Jalen Mills, defensive back from the Eagles. Even though the Eagles have been absolute ass this past year, Jalen Mills is a good corner. 
They signed Nelson Aguilar, a receiver who bounced back from the Raiders, had a good year. Kendrick Bourne, a receiver from the 49ers, he's a good receiver. Matt Judon, outside linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. They re-signed Kyle Van Noy, I believe, who was with the team a year prior before signing with the Miami Dolphins. They traded for Trent Brown, and then they re-signed Cam Newton, who, even though he didn't have the greatest passing statistics, did lead all QBs in rushing touchdowns, which includes Lamar Jackson. He had more rushing touchdowns compared to Lamar Jackson. So I'm not sure where their offense is going to be in terms of how they're going to construct it. I still think it's going to be a run-heavy team where it's going to be a lot of Cam Newton, Damian Harris, and Sonny Michelle and be a very hard play-action team as well. So a lot of gap runs and a lot of, and a lot of play-action passes off of those gap runs. I don't see them becoming a very RPO team-dependent I see him just gap run, play action, and some quick game involved. And, I mean, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry can be very capable tight ends and could be very good weapons, especially for the vertical stretch. And Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne are supposed to be those guys are supposed to help stretch the field vertically. So I don't see him becoming a vertical offense by any means because they're not they don't have the personnel to do that but I do see them becoming a very much like the previous year run heavy football team with some play action passes off of those gap runs just with more weaponry uh rapper I can't even say the name just with more weapons uh both at the perimeter position and at the tight end position because if you can't be a team vertically if you can't be a team with speed if you can't be a team uh, with good tight ends, you're going to have a hard time and a very difficult time moving the ball offensively. So they're still going to be a good defense. Bill Belichick is going to do what Bill Belichick does and makes shit out of nothing. Or what's that one saying? Makes chicken shit into chicken soup or chicken salad. Something like that. And I think Cam Newton is going to have a better year, not only being year two in the scheme or within the system, but also better weapons. So I'm very excited to see where the Patriots are going to go this year. Are they going to be another Super Bowl team? I have no idea. I still think they need a few key more pieces, but I do see them becoming a playoff team. So that's it. A long episode, I know. I just had to dive deep into the 49ers draft pick, as well as who traded who for what. But thanks again for listening to this episode, guys. And uh, I'll catch y'all next week.